0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. It is Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. And we are continuing our walk through the book of Proverbs today with Proverbs chapter 9. It's been rich so far, man. Learning wisdom and folly and the uh, the benefits of wisdom and the traps of folly. And we're just in chapter 9. I mean, just today, chapter 9, we got a lot more to go. I'm so glad you guys are on. Right here in the middle of the week, it's hump day. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll slide into the weekend here, right? Um Yeah. Right here in the middle of the summer, Father's Day coming up this weekend. Yeah, don't forget dad this weekend. Um Oh, at Bayside, man, I'm looking forward to this. Uh We're going to have a root beer float cart. Mhm. So, and who doesn't like a good root beer float? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know Jesus is going to be there if there's a root beer float cart. <laughs> We're going to have root beer floats. And uh celebrate dads. Going to have, you know, we will have a photo booth too so you can take a picture with dad, kids. Um should be fun. Should be fun. I'll be preaching from Proverbs actually. Um, so yeah, so those of us on the, you know, part of the podcast family, you like, you'll be got some inside scoop, man. we talking about Proverbs and, um, you know, just wisdom from dad, right? Wisdom from dad. All right, you guys, uh, Proverbs chapter nine. And again, we're in the first week of Pentecost. So, uh. There are some readings I've put in the episode notes for today for uh, this Wednesday of the first week of Pentecost. I should say the week, first week after Pentecost. Um, the readings for today come from uh, Ruth chapter two, First Timothy chapter three, and Luke chapter thirteen. And so you can uh, check those out if you if you care to, you can check those out in the episode notes and uh, continue on in the readings for uh, through the Christian calendar. Uh, But we're over in Proverbs chapter nine. It's not, there's only like 18 verses. So we may, we may wrap up a little sooner today. Who knows? We never know. I mean, we're not, we don't predetermine a time. Uh, But just based on the size of the chapter, it's only 18 verses as opposed to like yesterday's, which was 36. Yeah. So half the size. So we'll see. We'll see. Sometimes size doesn't mean anything, doesn't determine how long we're going to be here, so we'll see. All right, you guys, let's do it. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So let's read the word of God, see what the Lord has to say to our hearts today. Let's do it. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 1. Wisdom has built her house. She has set up it. She has set up its seven pillars. Hmm. It's interesting. Haven't done much study on that. That'd be interesting to kind of unpack that seven pillars. Um, I'm sure there's some significance there. I mean, seven is a you know complete number. So uh, the ho- wisdom has built her house, and she's set it up, set up its seven pillars. So it's complete. It's stable. It's strong. Um, it's uh, in some sense uh, perfect in its in terms of completion. Verse two, so she has prepared her meat and mixed her wine. She has also set her table. Okay. So wine or uh, wisdom has built a house. Verse three, she has set out her servants and she calls from the highest point of the city. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, come, eat and drink the wine I have mixed. Hmm. All right, so there's a lot there. So wisdom, here wisdom is personified as a, as a house uh, housekeeper, someone who has built a home. Uh, it's a secure home with seven pillars. Wisdom is uh, prepared food and drink and set the table. And she is, sends out her servants to invite people into the house of wisdom. So here, I mean, the Lord is—I mean, this is what the Lord is saying to us, right? Like, wisdom is available. The, the 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 house of wisdom is open and ready, and the Lord has sent out servants to invite people into this house of wisdom, so you can you can learn and, and feast and drink and experience and be fulfilled by the uh, the benefits of wisdom. She's 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 been she's God is inviting you into the house. Let all who are simple, inexperienced, uh, novices, uh, the young, come on in. Those that have no sense, <laughs> you know. You ever, I mean, there's maybe some areas of your life like, man, I ain't got no sense when it comes to that. I ain't got no sense when it comes to, you know, confrontation. I ain't got no sense when it comes to money management. I ain't got no sense and when it comes to. Um, ordering my time and my day, and I got no sense when it comes to, uh, you know, when to get into things, when to stay out of things. I got no sense. Well, come on in, come on in, pull yourself up a chair at Wisdom's house, uh, and and enjoy this feast that is the Word of God. It's laid out before you like a beautiful feast of food and drink, and and take it in, take in some of this wisdom. Come on into Big Mama's house. <laughs> wisdom, wisdom. Come on, come on over to Big Mama's house. Come on over to Big Mama's house and get you some wisdom, boy. <laughs> don't walk around. Just you know, it's not like you. There's not. There's no resources for you. There is. There are. There are resources for you. Come on over to Big Mama's house and get you some wisdom. You don't have to wander around like a simpleton your whole life. Thank the Lord, right? You don't have to walk or you don't have to live your whole life with no sense. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting phrase, right? Uh to those who have no sense. Hmm. Well, what's that? Like uh no discernment. Like no uh, sense. You're like you ain't got, we think about that phrase, right? We say you ain't got no sense. What does that mean? Like you 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 you're not you're not you're not thinking through things like you don't you're not seeing what's happening you're not seeing what's going on that's what a simpleton is a simpleton doesn't isn't seeing fully their 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 view is limited it's a narrow it's a incomplete so let all those who are simple come to big mama house to wisdom's house to have and to those who have no sense she says come on and eat some food and drink some wine i've mixed I'm inviting her over or she's inviting us over. Verse 6, leave your simple ways, and you will live. Mm. Walk in the way of insight. I love that. Verse 6, leave your simple ways, and you will live. Walk in the way of insight. Man, that's a tweetable one right there, right? That's a good God tweet. Leave your simple ways, and you will live. Walk in the way of insight. It's true, man. Like, um, Simple ways will get you. Will will might get you started, but it's not going to keep you in the game, right? I mean, you got to you got to move on beyond your simple ways. You can't you can't be immature. Uh, immaturity, you know, people write you people will give you a pass for a little while as immature, uh, but it comes to a point. Maybe somebody you work with, right? Like they've been there, you know. they you know if they just started the job, you get it. You've only been here a few few weeks, few months. I understand. You're still learning. But if you've been here five years, come on, man, we should not be rehearsing this stuff again. You should, you should know better than this, right? So let leave your simple ways, and you will live. Walk in the way of insight. Um, it's true in marriage too, like right? You a new marriage, new relationship, right? I mean, you're figuring people out, and you're trying to figure out how to do life together. But like, there comes a point where you got to leave your simple ways behind, and 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 move on towards the way of insight. Verse 7, whoever corrects a mocker invites insults. Whoever rebukes the wicked incurs abuse. Wow. Wow. So this is again goes to the difference. This The way one receives uh, correction indicates what kind of person they are. Like the big litmus test for whether someone is wise or foolish or a mocker, or a simpleton. Um, what the difference between, if you just make it simple, the difference between wise and foolish is the way the person responds to correction. The wise person receives correction and adjusts accordingly. A foolish person sees correction and tries to make excuses or uh, attacks the one who's given the correction or blames someone else. And, but at the end of the day, it doesn't change right like just finds an excuse not to change and expects things to adjust to their behavior and it won't right so so here we see whoever correct so if you're in the position where you've got to correct a mocker this is some wisdom from proverbs if you're in the position and you're trying to correct a mocker you're going to be you're expect to be insulted right because that's what mockers do mockers don't hear correction and they don't they don't hear wisdom and adjust a mocker which is sort of a, a next level fool, right? So you got your, your fools, but then you got your next level fools, which are your mockers who actually they not they not only ignore what wisdom, they actually mock wisdom, right? They scoff at it. So if you're in the point a place where you have to actually rebuke or correct a mocker, get ready because um, they're going to insult you. So when you, you correct a mocker, you got you realize you're inviting insults. And there comes a point where you, you you stop you get to the point where you're like you know what? there's no point rebuking a mocker because they're just gonna they're just gonna insult me they're just gonna insult wisdom they're just, they're not going to heed what they're hearing so uh when you're dealing with a mocker you just got to know that um you're gonna get some insult and so one way to tell if someone is a mocker is if they start insulting you when you try to get, pass on wisdom and in in our hearts we never want to be those when we hear correction even from the word of god we don't want to mock the word of God. We don't want to mock wisdom, even if it comes from someone else, or even if it comes from someone we don't necessarily like. It doesn't matter. If they're passing on good correction, we should receive it. I know it's hard. Whoo, Lord, Lord Jesus is hard. I know. <laughs> but whoever corrects a mocker invites insults. It's gonna happen. Whoever rebukes the wicked incurs abuse. I think in some ways, so those a little bit of those are that, those two are kind of parallel, like mocker is the same as wicked. Um uh, but I think the wicked, the, the phrase wicked is even a little more. Like, so sometimes you got a mocker who, you know, someone who just like mocks wisdom. But I think, I think in some ways, and I think Proverbs kind of bears this out, that there's another level of person, which is the evil or the wicked. And this is someone who just seeks to hurt people. Like, they're just, there's something, a character uh, defect, character flaw, character uh, corruption, where they just, they're mean. <laughs> they're mean. And so when you re, when you rebuke a mean person, a wicked person, an evil person, you're going to be abused. They're going to come at you. They're going to try to bring you down. They're going to kind of hurt you. This is Proverbs just telling you how it is. not telling you how it ought to be, telling you how it is. That's what Proverbs does. Proverbs, Proverbs is just telling us, like, this is the way the world works. Realize, if you're in a position where you have to rebuke a, a, a mocker, you're going to get some insults. And realize that if you have to rebuke the wicked, be ready for some abuse. Verse 8, do not rebuke mockers or they will hate you. Rebuke the wise and they will love you. Wow. Wow. You see that contrast, guys? Man, same thing happens, right? So Re- He's a warning. Like, don't, don't rebuke a mocker because they're going to hate you. But rebuke the wise because they will love you. Wow. Why? Because the wise are like, I want to get better. I realize I don't know it all. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord begins with a humble acknowledgement that I'm not God. I'm not all supreme. I'm not all-knowing. I'm not all-powerful. I've got weaknesses. I've got blind spots. I've got areas in my life where I can improve. And so when someone offers rebuke to a wise person, they are already at a position of humility. They're willing to hear it. They're going to love. Thank you. Thank you for coaching me. Thank you for helping investing in me. Help you, thank you for value valuing me enough to give me some correction and helping me, me to get better. Rebuke a mocker, they're gonna hate you. Rebuke the wise, they're gonna love you. Mm. That's what we want to be. Want to be the wise, man. Verse nine. Instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to their learning. Wow. Let's see. It's a good investment, right? It kind of goes to the story of the, you know, um, you think of this. So here, the point here is, like, if you invest in wise people, uh, you teach wise, they're going to get wiser. You teach a righteous person, they will add to their. They're going to just get, they're going to become better. Um, It's going to be a, it's going to. Investing in wise people is wise. <laughs> it's a wise investment of your time, of your energy, of your your resources, of your money. Invest in the wise. Instruct them. Here it's about teaching, right? You instruct them, you teach them. They're gonna become wiser still. You teach them what you know, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna absorb it. They're gonna utilize it. They're gonna they're gonna make good of it. They're not gonna just ignore it. This is sort of like the um the parable of the talents, right? in the New testament jesus tells the parable of the talents that uh you know uh, the, a um, a landowner gave um a, a rich man gave his servants talents of gold or just amounts of money basically one he gave five talents another he gave two and another the third he gave just one talent and the 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 man went went away and the person who was given the five talents worth, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars went and invested it, put it to work and got and doubled the money. The one who had was given two talents, again worth tens of thousands of dollars, went out, invested it, doubled it. The person who had was given one, he hid it. He hid the talent. It was a lesser quantity of money, but he hid it. And when he came back, he had nothing to show for the, the time lapse other than the same amount that he had been given course right now with today's market that'd be all right <laughs> if i could have the same that i put in a year ago that'd be good uh but um but the point being the and 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 the owner commended the ones who had put the money to work and made more and uh condemned the one who didn't have any faith in the owner and refused to put the money to work but 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 hit it didn't use their the, the talent didn't use the, the resources they had been given and um and so sometimes in our lives you know when we're investing in people now sometimes we often think of the receiving end of that right like we're the ones like we're either five talent people or two talent people or one talent people we often think in terms of us and god gives us gives people different amounts of talent and and resources and some of us have five talents a lot of resources some of us have two talents few resources some have even less but the point is we use what we have but but i what i want to suggest is that uh We also have to see ourselves as the one distributing the resources that we have. You know, so if we have wisdom, if we have time, if we have energy, and so we need to think about the people that we're investing in. And, you know, if you're investing in a five talent person, man, they're going to use it. They're going to put it to use. They're going to they're going to make much of it. They're going to bring back. They're probably going to cause it to produce more fruit than you ever even imagined. Same thing with a two talent person, you invest in a two talent person. They may not have quite the return that the five talent person has, but, but your time and investment and energy that you pour into that person is going to be well worth it because it's going to double what you put in. But there are also people who are one talent people who they will just take and take and take from you and there'll, there'll be nothing to show for it. And so you got to know when it comes to your time and your investment in people, Am I dealing with a five talent person, two talent person or one talent person? Not that they aren't loved by God, not that they aren't valuable, but in terms of the limited amount of resources I have, I can't invest all of my time, energy and effort into a one talent person because they are going to suck you dry. It will take up all of your time, all of your energy. And at the end of the day, you both will be more depleted as a result. And the kingdom will be no, no better because you've spent all your time pouring into a one talent person. So you got to discern, right? Like who are my, who are the people that God has placed in my lap that are five talent, two talent people that whatever I give them, maybe, maybe it's a trade, maybe it's a skill, maybe it's a talent, maybe it's wisdom itself. Maybe it's godly insight. Like I know if I give it to them, man, they're going to make more of it. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to put it to work. They're going to flourish. That's who you want to spend your time with. That's who you want to invest in. So you instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to learning. Not everyone we interact with is wise. Not everyone we interact with is a five-talent or a two-talent person. There are plenty of one-talent people, and they always just want more and more and more and more. Right? Give me more, give me more, give me more, give me, give me, feed me, feed me, feed me more and more and more. Right, yeah, but what are you doing with it? What are you doing with it? Um so that's a good good reminder guys. so if you're you know if you're you got people that you're got a chance to disciple, got a chance people that you have a chance to to mentor um, take inventory I man find those five talent two talent three talent people and pour into them and sometimes you you learn that through doing it, right? as you do it as you pour into people, you realize okay, this person's not really doing anything with what, I, what I'm showing them. And so I gotta move on. I got to allocate part of the time that I was devoting to them to someone else who's gonna actually use it, who's gonna become wiser still. Yeah. Verse 10 the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Comes up over and over in the book of Proverbs. You're like, didn't we read that already? Yep. It's all over the place. <laughs> Proverbs 9:10, for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. You can't go very far in wisdom without first starting with the Lord. For through wisdom, your days will be many and years will be added to your life. Just wise, right? If you're wise, you know, you got a good chance of living a lot longer if you live with wisdom. Verse 12 If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. Wow. Man you love wisdom, she'll love you back, right? Verse 12, if you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. You'll be rewarded for wisdom. You you order your life according to God's wisdom, you will be rewarded. That's a fact. It's a fact. You order your financial life according to the wisdom of God. You save, you give, you live with prudence, you live within your means. You live without greed. You live with uh, contentment. Uh, in your relationships you 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 live with faithfulness and love and devotion and kindness. you order your uh, your relationships with wisdom and honesty and integrity and fairness. Look, wisdom will reward you. <laughs> you want to be rewarded, order your life according to wisdom and you will you will flat out be rewarded no if ands or buts about it it will happen verse 12 if you are wise your wisdom will reward you verse the second part of verse 12 if you are a mocker you alone will suffer <laughs> uh reminds reminds me of the uh, the fockers right the show <laughs> the fockers <laughs> if you <laughs> if you are a mocker If you are, (laughs) you alone will suffer. Um, (laughs) If you, I'm not even going to say it. (laughs) But if you're a a mocker, (laughs) you alone will will suffer. Uh, You remember that show, The the Fockers? Yeah. If if you are a, a mocker. <laughs> Mocker, you alone will suffer. Your mocking is only going to eat you, man. At the end of the day, you're the one who suffers. I mean, we, you know, people, people who mock feel like they're making making headway. They're not. They're only they're only they're only showing their own foolishness. And the foolishness, you know, it's, it's a uh, it's a boomerang, man. You sling it, it's going to come back and get you. <laughs> Verse thirteen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't be a focker. <laughs> a mocker. <laughs> oh, shoot. Verse 13. Folly is an unruly woman. Here, folly is personified, right? Foolishness is personified. She's an unruly woman. We've read that before in chapter 8 and other places. Folly is an unruly woman. She is simple and knows nothing. She ain't, she ain't all that. Verse 14. She sits at the door at her house on a seat at the highest point of the city. Mm, Mmm, she's trying to get people, too. So you got two women here. You got wisdom. Remember, we talked about wisdom at the beginning. Wisdom built her house, this beautiful home, inviting people into it. Here, Folly, she an unruly woman, simple, don't know nothing. She sits at the door of her house on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling out to all those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Let all those who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, stolen water is sweet. Food eaten in secret is delicious. But little do they know that the dead are there, that her guests are deep in the realm of the dead. Whoa, boy, that's fire right there. So you got folly and wisdom. Both have houses, both calling out to the simple and to those who don't know nothing (laughs) and to those who know nothing. They both call out at the highest point of the city. Come to my house, come to my house. Which house you gonna go to, man? You got one who's, you know, offering wisdom and, and abundance and one is saying, hey, stolen water, steal something, you know, steal stolen water, water you didn't earn. Water you stole from somebody else It's sweet. Food eaten in secret is delicious. But little do they know, they go to that house, they know nothing there but dead people. They are guests, Verse verse 18, man, it's just fire, but little do they know. That the dead are there, that her guests are deep in the realm of the dead. Whoa, mm. we don't want to go to that house, man. That house scary. <laughs> I Ain't gonna lie, that's that's a haunted house. I ain't going there. I didn't like when I was a kid. I never did like haunted houses. I didn't. I still don't like them. I'm be honest with you. of some of y'all like that stuff. I, ain't, I don't like it. Some of y'all like that. I don't like it. I don't like scary stuff. I mean, I can't understand it. I can't understand going and paying good money to be scared, huh? I mean, I, I will say that I go like on on thrill rides, so I guess that's kind of being pain to get scared. But I ain't going to a haunted house. Mm-mm. I ain't going to a haunted house with a bunch of blood and guts and people jumping out with chainsaws at me. Mm-mm. I ain't doing that. I got better things to do with my time. I'll go eat some. I'll go eat some Kit Kats in the corner. Go eat some candy corns. You go ahead and go and go have your little haunted house, and I'm gonna eat some candy corns. I ain't going. That's what Folly's house looks, sounds like. Folly's house sounds like a haunted house. I don't want to be a part of that. Dead people everywhere. Mm-mm, nothing but bones. Man. Foolishness. Foolishness. We don't want any of that. Yeah. We want to stay away from that, man. We want to, man, we, we got some good wisdom today, though. We got some good, about how to deal with mockers and uh, how to instruct the wise and how it's going to pay back in uh, in abundance and, uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm, it's all good stuff. All right, you guys. Well, you know what time it is. It's time to pray. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on today. Hope uh, hope this was enriching to your soul. Maybe you had a chuckle, a chuckle or two as, as well. <laughs> if you're a mocker, you will suffer. <laughs> Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for uh, the ability to laugh and to uh, uh, to chuckle and to just, uh, just enjoy uh, some time together. Lord, I pray your blessing upon my friends today. May you uh, fill their their houses with wisdom. Lord, help them to be good stewards of what you've given them, and may they invest it in people who will bring 5, 10, 100-time return on what they've invested. Lord, thank you for teaching us. Thank you for instructing us. Lord, help us to always be those who are like wise people, when we are instructed, when we are disciplined, we get better. Whether that wisdom comes from a person or whether it comes from you, Lord, we, uh, we want to be teachable. We want to be humble. We want to be uh, moldable. So help us today to do that. Lord, uh, bless my friends. Encourage them today, Lord. Whatever they need, may you uh, meet it uh, according to your graciousness and your love, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for being on today. Have a great Wednesday. I love you guys. Really mean that. If you ever need to reach out to me at the podcast, you can do that at Bible Study podcast 2020 at gmail.com, BibleStudyPodcast2020 at gmail.com. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you next time. Love you guys. Bye. No longer lost. Now I am